Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Also, pick up your copy of Speed Trap, available as a paperback or as an audiobook or through the Kindle store. It's a great superhero comedy novel you're sure to enjoy. Well, now it's time for today's episode of Superman. The original air date, May the 25th of 1948, and this is The Mystery of the Sleeping Beauty, Part 5. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men. And who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen are amazed when they hear the strange fashion in which the mysterious Sleeping Beauty talks. Talking to the bird. And he understands her. Quiet, Jim. Nakuma, thou art safe and well. It does my heart good to see thee. Clark, her manner of speech, it's strange. Yes, it, it's as if she's come from the 12th century. That's the language they used 700 years ago. Today, boys and girls, we pay tribute to a great man who died last week. Father Flanagan is his name, and he was known far and wide as the beloved founder of Boys Town. Many, many times during his life, the famous Nebraska priest was known to say, there is no such thing as a bad boy. That was his motto and his creed. And it wasn't just a collection of words to him. Father Flanagan lived by that credo since the time, 25 years ago, when two starving newsboys and three other lads charged with delinquency were sent to him. He took them in and with them started his boy's town home. The home grew and received more and more public acclaim until today there are 5,000 homeless boys living there. Today there are dormitories, business offices, grade and high schools, farm buildings and a thriving community in boy's town. Democracy is the keynote wherever you go in the community of boys, which is governed by a mayor and six commissioners whom they elect twice a year. The boys are of many races and religions, for although the founder of Boys Town was a Catholic priest, he knew that there is no such thing as a bad boy in any race or religion. Young men from all walks of life will mourn Father Flanagan because he was a good friend, a man who was able to see the best in any boy, no matter how tough he might appear to be on the surface. Now it's up to you boys to prove Father Flanagan was right when he believed that there is no such thing as a bad boy and that all kinds of people, just like the citizens of Boys Town, can live together in understanding, peace, and harmony.
And now, the adventures of Superman. Almost as fabulous as the Man of Steel himself is the strange experience in which he now finds himself involved. The mysterious girl, a modern sleeping beauty found unconscious aboard an ancient barge five miles off the coast of Florida, has finally been awakened. And the very manner of her awakening was in itself strange. Discovering that the beautiful scarlet bird that seemed to be the girl's pet kept whistling a half-completed melody, Clark Kent reasoned that perhaps the entire melody might rouse her from her weird spell. Enlisting the aid of Horace Pinder, an aged musician and flute player, and an expert on ancient music, Kent carried the experiment through to a successful conclusion. And now, as we join him in the room of a small Florida hotel, he and Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen and Horace Pinder look on as the girl, stretched out on the bed, opens her eyes and utters her first words. Kuma. Kuma. Whither art thou? Thou art safe and well. It does my heart good to see thee. She doesn't even realize we're here. I know. The bird has all her attention. Voices. I hear human voices. Don't be frightened. Who art thou? Why dost thou surround me? We've been lizards. She talks like something out of an old book. What saith the stripling? I do not understand. The birds are strange. Kuma, where has thou let me? Clark, you better tell her. She's terribly upset. Yes, uh, you, you, you must not become nervous or excited. You are among friends. The words thou speakest. You? You? I do not understand the meaning of you. Oh, uh, it means the same as thou... Or thee. The same as thou? Or thee? Yes. You? It's strange. Strange, too, is this place I find myself. Why do I not see the endless sky above me? You're in a room in a hotel. Hotel? Don't bother with all that now, Clark. Find out who she is. The damsel's voice. It is warm and soothing. I recognize they're in a friend. I am a friend. Perhaps you can tell us your name. Yea, I am called Ruth Payton. This, my faithful bird, I call Nakoma. Rev Payton. That's a lovely name. It was given me by my mother. It is made up of many things. Reverence, patience, and tenderness. Rev Payton. Thou seest? Yes. Kindly, aged man. Why doth he remain silent? Mr. Pinder? I am silent, child. Only because I realize I'm in the presence of a miracle. I have lived many years and seen many things. But nothing that has so stirred me. Thy voice, gentle and ripe with wisdom, brings visions of my counselor and friend, Hercules. Gosh, you know what, Mr. Kent? What, Jim? Rev. Payton talks the way they talk in William Shakespeare's plays. You know, the Merchant of Venice and the Tempest. That's right. Tell us, Rev. Payton, where do you come from? Where were you born? In the fair land of Illyria. Illyria? Oh, that's the name of the barge. Yes. It belongs then to where the king's barge. Well, what we'd like to know, Rev. Payton, is how you happen to be on the barge. Who put you there? 
It is a tedious and not too pleasant a chronicle. And I would not burden thee with... Wait. I would not burden you with it. That is right? Yes, that's perfect. But you won't be burdening us at all, Rev. Peyton. We're overcome with curiosity. Why, even Jim, the, the stripling, can't contain himself. Hey, once and for all, what's a stripling? Oh, Jim, <laughs> Nothing you have else. to worry about, Jim. It means a young man. Oh, that's okay. Excuse me. Yes, Mr. Pender. Perhaps Rev. Peyton is too tired to tell her story now. She has gone through quite an ordeal, you know. You're probably right. Suppose we leave you alone for a while, Rev. Peyton. No, no. There is so much I wish to ask of you. Well, <laughs> of you. We've lost of time for that. As a matter of fact, Clark, you better call the doctor. Great Scott, I forgot about that. He may want us to give us some food or water. You can call him from my room. We'll, we'll leave you alone for a few minutes, Rev. Peyton. Just rest and get some strength back. If you need us, call out. We'll be right in the next room. Thy names. Huh? I do not know thy names. Oh, that's right, you don't. The young lady is Lois Lane. Lois Lane. That's right. It is... At the soft murmuring of a mountain brook, Lois Lane. Uh huh. And this is Mr. Pinder, the musician who awakened you. Awakened me? Hmm. Did not a coma awaken me? Oh well, we'll tell you about that later. Now this uh, stripling's name is Jimmy Olson. I'm glad to meet you, Rep. Peyton. My name is Clark Kent. Clark Kent. That's right. I trust I shall remember. Now we leave you just for a while, but if you should need us, call. So be it. Come, Jim, Miss Pender. I, I will await that return with great expectation. Don't worry, we'll be back. Oh, she's simply delightful, Clark. I'm mad about yeah, her. Yeah, she's swell. There's only one thing I don't understand. Oh, there are a lot of things we don't understand yet. Now, here we are. Lois? Thanks. Mr. Pender? Thank you. Go ahead, Jim. The first thing you'd better do, Clark, is call the doctor and tell him what happened. Well, suppose you get him on the phone for me, Jim. Okay, what's the number? He's at the Everglades Hospital in Palm City. His mm -hmm. name is Avery, Dr. Avery. They'll probably find him in the laboratory. Okay. Thanks. Well, what do you make of it, Clark? Frankly, nothing at the moment. What do you think, oh. Mr. Pinder? I am both puzzled and fascinated. As for an answer, I have none. There's only one possible answer. It's quite evident that she doesn't come from a 20th century civilization. Now, if you're going to tell us she was born in the 12th century, Clark, you can stop right there. No, not born in the 12th century, Lois, but raised in a 12th century atmosphere. Remember, she was puzzled about the ceiling of the room. Well, didn't rooms have ceilings in the 12th century? Well, yes, but they weren't made of plaster. Dr. Avery, hold on. I guess Jim's got the number. Okay, Mr. Kent. Okay, thanks a lot, Jim. Hello, Doctor. Uh, yes, Mr. Kent. I'm calling to tell you that we awakened the girl. Oh, uh-huh. splendid. She's fully awake now. How did you manage it? Well, I'll tell you as briefly as I can. Working on the theory that the bird's peculiar whistle had something to do with the deep sleep she was in, we contacted a musician and had him complete the melody the bird was singing. It was amazing. <laughs> As Clark Kent recounts to the doctor the miracle of Rev. Peyton's awakening, something strange and unforeseen is happening in the adjoining room where the still mysterious girl was left alone with her pet bird. We'll be back in a moment to find out what it is, so keep listening. The Scouterama is now on, boys and girls. Today at Madison Square Garden, 15,000 Boy Scouts will take part in this giant tribute to the Boy Scouts of America. The show will include all score, uh, sorts of Boy Scout work and will feature a thrilling demonstration of Scout participation in a rescue at sea. Also, 200 boys on bicycles will do precision drills. And in addition, there will be a pageant called 
When Disaster Strikes, a dramatization of the work of the Scout Emergency Service. All in all, it's some show, believe me. As you probably know, lots of cooperation will have to go into making that show a success. But teamwork is an old story to the Boy Scouts. That's how these fellas always get things done. For from the mighty Eagle Scout right down to the young cub, they all pitch in together and lend a hand to get things done swiftly and well. That's what's meant by teamwork. Now, a good scout is judged on the basis of how well he lives up to the duties prescribed for him. According to the scout law, he must be 12 things. Trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. Any boy who lives up to those standards is a good scout and grows up to be a good citizen. The way he worships God, the country his family came from, these things have nothing to do with it, as all scouts know. And even if he doesn't happen to be a member of the Boy Scouts, he can follow the same rules to be a good American. So now, to the Scouterama and to the Boy Scouts of America, we say, good luck and good scouting. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Clark Kent has just concluded his conversation with the doctor and returns the receiver to its hook. What did he say, Clark? We're to give her a quarter of a glass of lukewarm water every hour for the next four hours. No food? No, not until she's had a full glass of water. And she mustn't get out of bed. You'd better get in there and start the treatment. Well, I'll go with you. Yeah, me too. No, no, you'd better stay here, Jim. The doctor said she mustn't have too much excitement. Keep Mr. Pinder company till we get back. Okay. Come on, Lois. Right. How long did the doctor say she'd have to stay in bed? Oh, just a few days. She's got to get some nourishment first, but in easy stages. Here we are. Open the door gently. She may be asleep. Oh, yes, sure. Is she asleep? Great Scott! What's the matter? She... She's gone! No! Yes! The bed's empty! Both she and the bird are gone! Stunned, Kent and Lois stare at the empty bed. Could this have all been a mad dream? Was there a girl named Rev Payton who seems to have come out of a civilization long since dead and buried? Fellows and girls, this is mystery heaped on mystery. So don't miss one exciting word of what follows. Never has Superman been involved in so curious and puzzling an adventure as this one. And this is only the beginning. So be sure to listen tomorrow for Chapter 6 of The Mystery of the Sleeping Beauty on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial, soon to be shown at your local movie theater. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you'll hear Tom Mix and his Ralston's Freight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.